Hi, I'm Robin, and welcome to the Finding Love podcast. So today I have a really fun kind of mind-bending episode for you. We are going to talk about the four parts of communication. Now, a lot of times in relationships, people say that what they need to improve on is communication. They say we need to communicate better. That's what they think is the solution to their problems. Now, often we don't actually know what that means. I have couples come to me and they're like, we need to communicate better, but they don't know how. They don't really understand what's not working in their communication. They don't really understand what communicating better would look like. Usually they're thinking that the other person needs to tell them more things and the other person is thinking that they already communicate a lot and they don't know how to communicate more. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about communication. So we're going to start with the four parts of communication. Imagine two people in front of you, right? Maybe you're thinking like you and your partner, I'm going to use my cat. Jesse is in the room with me today. He's having a little nap. So I'm going to kind of use him as my like partner example. So what happens is when I go to communicate with Jesse, first I have thoughts in my head and feelings in my body, right? I'm thinking and feeling things. I have sentences happening in my brain. Then I process that into words that I say to Jesse. So Jesse hears the words that I say. He doesn't know what I'm thinking and feeling behind it. He can maybe guess by my tone or guess by the past, but he doesn't really know what I'm thinking and feeling. All he knows is just the words that I say to him. So I have thoughts and feelings, then I say words to him. Then Jesse hears those words, right? He hears the words that I say. And even at that level of communication, he might interpret those words a bit differently than how I say it. And we'll give an example in a second. So Jesse then hears those words. And then Jesse, in his little cat brain, has his own sets of thoughts and feelings that he's thinking, right? So I have my sets of thoughts and feelings over here. And then I say some words to Jesse. Jesse receives those words I say, and then he processes them and has his own thoughts and feelings over there. That, my friends, is communication. That's how it works. And if you've ever played that game telephone where you like pass on messages, it's kind of like that. That's what we're doing constantly every time we communicate with our partners and anyone else in our life, right? I'm like feeling and thinking a certain way. And then it kind of goes through this like little telephone message thing. And then I decide to say words based on those thoughts and feelings. Then Jesse interprets those words and then he has his own thoughts and feelings about what those words mean. So we have a lot of parts that could go wrong here. And that's the number one thing I want you to think about during this podcast is that most of the time we're making tons of assumptions when we communicate and that's fine. That's what we need to do. We would go absolutely crazy if we overanalyzed everything we communicated about, right? 99% of the time when I'm talking to my boyfriend, I'm not thinking about these parts of communication. I'm just talking about my day. But when we run into issues in our relationship, when communication is not feeling good, when we're feeling like we're not being heard, when there are like intense emotions, maybe we're really sad, maybe we're really angry, maybe we're really frustrated, it might feel like they just don't get it, or we're having just a really important discussion, that's when, that's that one to 2% of the time when I start thinking about the parts of communication. Now for me, I've been doing this work for a long time. So 
usually I don't need to think about it that often. If you're new to this work or if you're struggling in your relationship, you might need to be thinking about the parts of communication like 50 to 80% of the time for a week or so, and then you'll kind of get it and it'll just come, it'll come kind of naturally. Like now I sort of think about all these parts at the same time because I've done it so many times. So we'll give an example. Let's say that um, my partner's here. Jesse has left us, by the way. He was sleeping. He heard his name a few too many times. He decided to go and have a snack. So let's say my partner's here and I ask him to, I say, actually, the last couple days, um, my sink was leaking. I just went to change the garbage and there was like quite a bit of water when I pulled out the garbage and pulled out all the cleaners, my sink was leaking. So he fixed it um, yesterday night. It took forever. The parts didn't fit. It was kind of a whole thing. Took a long time, but he fixed it. So let's say he comes over tonight and I say to him, oh, can you take a look under the sink? Like, can you check if it's leaking? So I have thoughts and feelings, right? And then I say words to him, can you check if it's leaking? Now, my thoughts and feelings would just be like, it was leaking and his repair, I think his repair was fine, but I'm just kind of like, now that it's leaked once, I'm going to kind of keep an eye on it for a week or so until I go on holidays. So my thought is just like, this is a thing on my to-do list that I should probably check that, you know, I keep putting off, kind of checking under the sink. So if he's over and I'm busy, I might just be like, hey, can you check under the sink? So then he hears those words from me, right? And he gets to interpret those words, right? Just the basic, basic words. I might mean, can you check under the sink right now because I'm busy? Like, can you, can you do it? I just need it done. And he might think, oh, okay, sometime this evening, we need to check under the sink or sometime this week before she leaves, right? So even just those words, we can, they're unclear, right? Can you check under the sink? Doesn't, we don't know exactly what that means. Like, doesn't mean now, doesn't mean later. Like he might even be like, which sink? Like he doesn't know exactly. And I want to say that's normal. Like that's how humans communicate. I don't need to be absolutely clear every time. That's, I'm never going to be able to do that. So he interprets those words and maybe he thinks it means later, right? And then he has like thoughts and feelings. So he might start thinking, well, does she not trust me that I can fix things? Like, does she think it's still, still broken? Like, why is she even thinking we need to check it? We tested it after I fixed it. And you can see how his interpretation might then cause him to feel like maybe frustrated with me, or it might cause him to feel like a little bit of shame is too strong, but a little bit like, oh, maybe I didn't fix it, like some self-doubt or something. And then from that place, he might communicate something back to me, right? He might communicate something like, well, I already checked it yesterday. And for me, I might be like, where did this come from? Right? What? 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 Like, I'm just thinking that we should check it because like, it'll just make me feel better to check it, honestly. And it, you know, I'm kind of in the space of like, well, maybe it's leaking behind or maybe whatever. I just want to check it for a couple of days so I don't have to worry about it. That's where I'm at. And him responding in a different way can have me kind of confused. And this is what happens in our communication, right? What happens is we're just thinking about us. I'm just thinking like, this isn't a big deal. I just need you to check it. I'm busy. What's up? And then he's thinking something totally different, right? We're on two totally different pages, right? He's thinking like, oh, she doesn't trust me to fix things in the house. And I'm just like, oh, it just, you know, this is on my to-do list. It's like, we should be checking it. 
totally neutral. This is when people say that they have trouble communicating and that they need to communicate more or better is when this is happening and they're like, I don't get it. I communicated this thing and he totally took it this way. And then I might start thinking, well, why is he getting defensive? What's happening? Like, did I do something wrong? What, you know, was I unclear or whatever? And what happens is then we kind of get in this pattern of like, so I might say something to him and he gets defensive and then I defend back and I'm like, because I'm thinking it just needs to be done. I'm like, well, can't you do it? Like you're standing right there. Can't you just open the thing and do it? Then we get into a whole fight or we shut down or, or just it's not good. So what we want to be doing instead is we want to be like, okay, so when my partner says something to me, it's not just about the words that they're saying. They have a whole set of thoughts and feelings behind that. And I don't always need to know their thoughts and feelings. Like most of the time I don't. But in cases like this, where I communicate something and they respond in a way that I found was unexpected or like, I'm like, where did that come from? I want to actually get curious, right? I don't want to be like, where did that come from? What are they doing? Instead, I want to, I want to be like, oh, where did that come from? Like, I want to get to know, this is the thought behind all this is I want to get to know my partner better and better all the time. I want to always be learning about him. And I want to always be learning about me too, right? I still surprise myself with stuff, how I react to stuff or like how I think about stuff. It's so cool, right? Getting to really know each other so that we can like share that with each other and deeply connect. So I want to know, oh, it's interesting. Okay, he's getting defensive. Okay, I wonder what's happening for him, right? And I can just ask about that. And I'm not going to give you a word for word of like, you know, what's happening for you or what's going on. I might, that might be what I might say. I might just sort of pause and be like, oh, what, what, you know, what did you think I meant by that or whatever, right? It's really, it's really about not the words that I use, but my intent. Is my intent to better understand my partner or is my intent to defend against whatever he's saying, right? And to be like, well, you shouldn't get defensive. Why are you doing that? What, what's going on, right? Or is my intent to better understand like, oh, I wonder what he's thinking and feeling that created him responding to me in that way. Okay, so remember how I said there's the words that someone says, and then there's our interpretation, like our thoughts and feelings about those words. So in the world, we don't control what other people say, right? We don't control the words that they say to us, but we have a choice in deciding how we want to interpret those words and what we want to make them mean. We get to choose that. And depending on how we interpret those words will change how we feel and then how we show up, right? Because like I said, Our thoughts and feelings then create us responding how we respond. They create us saying what we say. So when we're communicating with someone, we have thoughts and feelings on one side and then words coming out to the other person and the other person receiving those words, having thoughts and feelings inside, and then them sending back some words to the other person for the other person to have thoughts and feelings about. And so most of our communication is really in those thoughts and feelings, right? 
And most of the time when we are having trouble communicating, it's because we aren't communicating those thoughts and feelings. We aren't really even thinking about them. We're focusing on the actions, but we're not focusing on the thoughts and feelings behind the actions. So for example, if we use, we go back to that sink example where I was like, can you check under the sink to see if it's leaking? My thoughts and feelings behind it are really just, okay, it's another thing on my to-do list, right? I tend to feel overwhelmed. That's one of my things. And so it's another thing of kind of like just trying to get stuff done, right? So for me, it's just about, okay, I just, I want to get stuff done. I'm feeling kind of overwhelmed. Like there's a million things to do. That's most of the time what's going on for me. Now, when my partner maybe responds back in a defensive way of like, well, don't you trust that it's fixed? I get to then decide how I want to interpret that, right? So I can decide to get defensive back, right? Like I can decide like, well, he's mad at me. Why is he mad at me? He shouldn't be mad at me. Or I can think, oh, hey, what's going on for him? Like he's getting defensive. What's going on for him? And that is really what changes communication, right? Me realizing that, hey, I have choice here in how I'm going to interpret this thing. I get to decide how I'm going to interpret it, right? I can interpret it as he never helps me with anything. He never wants to do anything. Like, why is he getting mad at me? I can interpret it as he doesn't care about me. I can interpret it as he's just had a bad day. Like there's, there's millions, literally, there's millions of different ways I can interpret it. And a lot of the time for most of you, you're, you're thinking that there's a right way to interpret what he said. And there isn't. There isn't a right way. We just get to choose. Really, that's the truth, right? Our partner can say something to us and we don't really know always why why they said it. We don't know their thoughts and feelings. We can ask, but half the time, we don't even know our own thoughts and feelings truly. So they're not always going to know either. But what I do know is that I get to choose how I interpret it. So I can go from having this like attack defense cycle where it's like I say something, then all of a sudden they're getting defensive and then I get upset about them being defensive and it's back and forth. Or I can decide to stop doing that and I can start just stepping into curiosity. Oh, they're getting defensive. Okay, why? Right? What's going on for them? What's happening here? Right? And just slowing everything down and starting to just not react and and noticing like, oh, they're getting defensive. I'm starting to shut down and feel bad. What's going on in me? What are my thoughts and feelings? What's happening for me first? So what I'm really asking you to do is to be the one in your communication who really takes responsibility. Responsibility for checking in with the other person and seeing like, what do they actually mean by that? and responsibility for your own thoughts and feelings and reactions, taking responsibility for how you choose to interpret things, because that's going to help you feel more empowered. And sometimes it's where it can feel like, well, why should I do that? Right? They're not doing it. Like, why should I do that? They're just getting all defensive. And this is what I want you to, to know. Your life, I promise you, is going to be better if you do this. I promise you. And I know because I've done it, regardless of if I'm communicating with someone who is super hard to communicate with, this stuff helps me. Actually, I would say that the harder someone else is to, commun- to communicate with, 
the more important it is that I'm really aware of what I'm making things mean. And then I'm really aware of what's coming out of their mouth and what they're saying isn't always what's actually going on in their head. And I don't actually know what's going on in their head. This work changes your life because it really has you showing up in a way where you know that you're doing everything you can in the relationship. You're communicating exactly how you want to communicate. And what that does is it lets you really see other people. So instead of thinking, well, maybe I could have communicated that better. Maybe I should have done this. You know that you showed up exactly how you wanted to show up and they reacted how they reacted. It had nothing to do with how you showed up. Okay. So just to review, there's four parts of communication. There's our thoughts and feelings, and then the words we say, and then there's the words that the person hears, and then there's their thoughts and feelings about the words. And most of the time, if we're struggling in communication, it's because we're focusing on the words that we're saying or the words that we're hearing instead of on what's underneath, instead of on what thoughts and feelings am I having about this? And what thoughts and feelings is my partner having? So I want you to think this week when you're communicating, this can be a lot, but think about, okay, what thoughts and feelings am I having about what they said? And what might their possible thoughts and feelings be? And that's going to put you in a lot more curiosity, which is going to help you get out of like defensiveness or stuckness or people pleasing or whatever, anger, frustration, any other kind of communication problems that you're running into. And as always, if you want help with this, I work with individuals and I also work with couples. Um, if you, if your partner's open to it, you can both talk and we can talk through your communication or I can teach you these skills because it's one thing to hear it on the podcast and to hear like, okay, I have choice in my thoughts and feelings. It's a total other thing to learn how to really practice that, especially in moments when we're feeling emotional or when the stakes feel really high. And I would love to help you with that. <laughs> 